You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to episode 97 of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast, brought to you by Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Patreon page. If you head over to patreon.com slash garage guys, yes, we have changed the link. It is patreon.com slash garage guys. You can check out all the tiers we have to offer, all the blog posts by me, Drew Dean, DFS rankings for NASCAR and NFL. Get over there today. Become a member of the Garage Fam. Officially, it's a dollar a month. What what can you think of that costs a dollar today, Drew? Uh, nothing. Nothing costs a dollar anymore. Inflation. Uh, have you ever been a Dollar Tree? Think again. <laughs> think again. But yeah, ex- that, that's the point. It's it's a dollar a month. Go become a member of the Garage Fam today. It's patreon.com slash garage guys. Drew- I'm greedy. I don't, want, I don't want them to spend a dollar. I want them to come spend $8 and play NFL DFS. Well, I mean, they get there, they'll read the blog post. That you see everything on there. I mean, we got winners. <laughs> we got winners. <laughs> we got winners. We got winners. Like, I'm trying to get my Vegas on right now. We got winners. Yeah. Hey, I went 6-3 and three on the NFL best today, so we do have some winners. We do. I, I didn't do that hot in NFL, but I did cash in in NASCAR. So, I uh, took down a uh, 6K hot rod. Uh, tournament on dk is epic shit and i watched most of the race um when i probably should have been watching the eagles and the falcons so i'm glad to know that you took care of that <laughs> <laughs> for sure hey, that was your first takedown let's not uh let's not pass that up that was your first tournament takedown so congratulations i popped, I popped my cherry um it, it was exciting but yeah i had a great night um and, and the awesome thing about it like you know like i, I had a rough day Starting off, okay. I'm not gonna lie. I had a rough day with the with the Saints Rams game. Shit, shit had me lit. Like I not lit in a good way. I was I was fucking pissed. But uh, and then fantasy wasn't that hot today. But NASCAR came through. It's just it, it's exciting. It is like I'm in, and it's also the fact that these are the same picks that I put out on my article over at Roto Baller. So I shared this with everybody. And um, when I win and when everybody wins, I feel like I won. So. That's a, it's a really good. What's the top prize? Eight hundred? What'd you get? Eight hundred or? So, uh, for winning that to tournament, split it? I had to split it. Yeah, there was a guy that had the exact same lineup as me. The lineup was Martin Truex Jr., Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Ryan Blaney, um, and then the two other drivers that I had were uh, Ty Dillon and Landon Castle. But my four driver picks on Rotor Baller were Blaney, Keselowski, Logano, and Truex, and they had the uh, the highest point totals. Ty Dillon did help out a good bit, but um, yeah, just uh, it was four hundred on the uh, uh, for winning the tournament. It was a split. Like I said, the guy had the same. It was three hundred sixty eight points what we put up. So yeah, just uh, just an awesome awesome feeling. Yeah, that's a that's a 
an awesome feeling for sure. I've been there and uh, see if you can build some momentum and start taking down a few tournaments. Heck yeah, man, for sure. And, and as always, you can check out my picks every week on Roto Baller. Uh, NASCAR premium contents are there as well. Combine that with Drew's DFS rankings and sky's the limit. And you had a day too. Yeah, so it wasn't the best DFS day for me, um, but I did crush in season-long fantasy, and I crushed in the um, in the gambling picks. So posted those on the Patreon page with my DFS content. So if anybody, oui. yeah, if anybody followed those, my biggest two plays were the Lions who won, and the um, and the Buffalo Bills who killed the killed the Giants. So those were the two big plays. Dude, it was rad, man. Like, dude, the Lions needed that shit though. Like, yeah. they really did. Like, they, they've, you know, they started off the week. They tied with Arizona, and now, like, they won one. So, I mean, the Lions are technically undefeated. Matt Patricia, pencil ears, undefeated. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's crazy. Did you pencil ears? Yeah. Did you yeah, Matt Patricia, <laughs> pencil ears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I think the Chargers missed some field goals for sure, but the Lions are, hey, well, what about Kenny Galladay balling? Dude, yeah, he was one of the big woes today. He's a big woe. Kenny Galladay yeah. rolling out with 28 fantasy points on DK, had eight receptions for 117 yards and a touchdown. And it's just like, like, dude, I don't know. Like, I expressed my opinion with, like, Carrion Johnson, but Carrion had a good day. It's just, I guess, like, you just don't imagine. Like, I, it's hard to picture this Lions team, like, being, like, relevant. And the Lions team, like, show that they have potential and that they can do this shit now. And it's just like you start seeing them in different lights, man. I don't know. But it was good to see Kenny Galladay come out because, like, half the time, like, I rarely watch the Lions. So, like, half the time, like, I'm, in my mind, like, I'm just remembering, like, days of old when, like, Calvin Johnson, Megatron was there. And then it right. was, like, relevant as shit. And, like, I, right. like, that was one of my favorite draft picks along with Brandon Marshall back in the day. Like, combining those two guys, if I could. Oh, man. Like, yeah, he Brandon, was one of my favorite fantasy players to ever watch. I kind of grew up playing fantasy with, with Megatron. Yeah, so. dude. I think uh, that's all All the people our age would probably say the same thing. But the Lions seem like a team that are just going to play everyone close. I don't know if they're going to necessarily be good, but uh, I don't see them getting blown out by, by many teams. They seem like they're all around a solid solid squad. Yeah, I think it's it's coming together for sure. But, dude, uh, on the other side of the ball, though, how about Austin Eckler, man? He had if a rolling. Day. Yeah, dude, like he's he's just in week two. He's, he's just continuing to prove that, like, hey, who needs Melvin Gordon? Like, I can get shit done. Yeah, the one-two punch of him and Justin Jackson is serving them very well. I don't even know if they're really missing Melvin Gordon at all at this point. Um, they're, they're not. They're not. Dude, Keenan Allen, I saw this, and this is kind of alarming. I'm I'm sure you haven't seen this, but Keenan Allen had 15 targets today. <laughs> That's just wow. crazy. Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. So, they're just fe- – Phillip Rivers is just feeding him. He's just one of those guys you were, like, a little worried to draft just because of the injury concerns. But, yeah, when he plays, though, he plays. Yeah, it seems like everything – it's a good team to target in DFS because everything's going through Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and then occasionally Mike Williams. So, you know where the production is coming from. Okay, so let's talk about the game we just got done watching. Um, well, the game you just got done watching. Um, I did get to catch a little bit of the ass into the game. But uh, – Falcons beat the Eagles, and I I thought the Eagles would have had that, but I also didn't think that uh, Josh McCown would be entering the game. Yeah, it was a um, really odd game to start. There was a lot of injuries, a lot of big hits, a lot of old-school defensive um, 
what do they call it, Madden? The hit stick. The hit stick was out. Hit stick like uh, some gladiator shit. Yeah, yeah. It was out in full force. Damn, I missed that. Um, Fuck. I'm gonna have to go watch it on NFL Network tomorrow. Yeah, you, you need to check it out. It was a um, very defensive game early, but uh, as far as fantasy news and injury news, we saw Alshon Jeffrey leave the game and um, Deshaun Jackson. So that's something to monitor. I don't know if it's serious or if anyone knows if it's serious at this point. Then I think you just referred to this. Carson Wentz had to leave the game for one series and then he came back in. So um, second half became a shootout. At the very end, the game was very, very good. We saw the lead exchange hands twice, and then eventually uh, Philadelphia stalled out trying to drive to win the game. But your fa- your favorite team in the league, Falcons, are, were victorious. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I saw, like, Matt Ryan talking. Like, he looked like he was turning into, like, a, a fucking – like, a Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah, he, like, his, his, skin, his skin tone was, like – the color of the jersey yeah he's like turning into like a, he's like i want to be one with my uniform. <laughs> he's turning into like like he's gonna be like green man from philly but he's gonna be red <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah it's no kinda... <laughs> the hate is the hate is real but i will say like um I, I did have some like calvin ridley so it was good to see him go off yeah ridley and, and julia both went over 100 yards receiving yeah, and for the second week in a row, Devonta Freeman looks like absolute garbage town, dumpster fire. Yeah, definitely not the season that fantasy owners wanted for a second or third round draft pick. Yeah, no, and I thought he was going to be a lot better this year, man. I really did, but like it's it's almost like the run game is just like taking a break, dude. Like I don't I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, he's not getting too much help from the O line. It seems like, and and Matt Ryan in the passing game seems to be the the top priority there, but. Maybe uh, Freeman will bounce back with um, the easier opponent. I don't know. Only one can hope, right? Except for me. <laughs> so, right. but yeah, Matt Ryan, he he had him a, a decent game too. I think he had like twenty five points on DK. So I mean, like you know, he drafted him. What he was like, what like a ninth, tenth, eleventh rounder, somewhere up in there. Yeah, a little bit earlier in some drafts, he was um, a little bit higher than a lot of quarterbacks. I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have his games. I mean, he's got weapons. You can't deny the fact that the guy has weapons. So, as long as they keep everything straight, man, they'll be fine. can't believe I'm saying kind words. Yeah, before that gets uh, too deep, uh, moving over to the Philadelphia side. Um, like I said, all I really saw was, like, Josh McCown. The the little moments that I did get to watch it, um, I saw, like, Josh McCown out there, and I'm like, this is fucking great. Because, like, I have Carson Wentz in one of my leagues. But glad to know he did come back in, and he ended up having a – a decent game as well. I saw uh, I saw that he at least had double-digit points. So, I mean, that's a good thing. I don't know exactly how much I have to look at it real quick. But, yeah, it sucks that, that Jeffrey and uh, Deshaun Jackson are out. Like, that's brutal, man. Because I know a lot of people picked up Deshaun Jackson off the waiver wire. And so, like, that was going to be, like, a, a really good tool for a team, like, to better them, you know, to make, make them a little bit better going in. So, like, losing them out that quick. So, I hope it's not serious. Do you, do you know anything else about it? No, I didn't see. I just – I just saw that um, – I mean, we were starting the podcast into the game, but I couldn't see during the game if it was a serious injury. Um, I'm sure we'll know something about it, like, pretty soon. Like, they'll, they'll get some news out, but I haven't seen anything come across the timeline. Yeah, that makes um, – I mean, for the listeners, uh, they put Nelson Aguilar on everyone's radar if neither one of those guys Big time. are – Dude, Aguilar – we can go – Big whoa, Big whoa, Aguilar. Uh, he dropped a touchdown that should have won on the game. I made me so mad. Um, but yeah, he's he's good. He's good enough to where you're picking him up on the waiver if any if either one of those injuries is serious, right? 
Right, exactly. I mean, he had, eight, what, eight receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. I think he had, like, mm-hmm. around 27 fantasy points. Yeah, and, like, Nelson Aguilar, like, I've – he's been one of the guys that, like, I've picked up in the late, later rounds um, in a lot of leagues, like, last year. Um, I didn't – I don't have too many shares of him this year, but last year I did, and um, I played him a couple of games. He helped me uh, win a couple of weeks in last season that we uh, – about maybe two leagues I had him in, I think. So, I mean, he's not a bad option, especially if you know that the – they, they've got that little bit of depth there with him, but it's always it's always going to take what Jeffrey to get out the game for him to get in. And I, I read a funny tweet, JJ Zacharyson, it said uh, it's 2019 and people are still calling Alshon Jeffrey Alshon Jeffries. I thought that was pretty funny. Was Alshon Jeffries uh, trending on Twitter? Uh, I think so. Yeah, That's <laughs> Alshon Jeff. Like no one knew how to spell his name. It's crazy with how many like sports fans there are on Twitter that something like a misspelling can get trending. Yeah, it's wild. I've seen it happen millions of times. But no, I, I don't think he's going to be uh, a bad stash for right now, just to wait and see what happens. And I'm sure we'll have news very, very soon. By the time you're listening to this right now, the news is probably already out. Yeah, Aguilar is always a good snag. And then our Seagull Whiteside is going to be uh, – he was highly talked about in the preseason and a little bit before the preseason is somebody that might be a, a sleeper this year, deep sleeper so. If both those guys are out, we're going to be seeing Aguilar and him. So, might become relevant. Yeah, I don't know who the, this guy is. I'm not going to lie to anybody. But the guy getting the bulk of the um, receptions outside of Aguilar was some guy named Mac Hollins. Mac uh, Hollins. Yeah, so he actually was getting the nod over over uh, your boy there. I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, off the top of my head, I would have thought that Arcega would have been like – Me too. Me too. And I, and that might be the case, but this was uh, this was what was happening this one game. So, Rut row. Trouble just, trouble in paradise for dynasty owners. <laughs> <laughs> not too not too hot. But the the old one game sample size, you know, it's 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 the Bible. Well, Falcons won <laughs> Battle of the Birds. Falcons won the fucking Battle of the Birds. Yeah. And, and I hate the fact that we lost. And, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say what I have to say about that in, in a little bit. But um, I was about to say they're tied with the Saints. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'll get into it in a minute. Shouldn't, okay. It shouldn't be this way. It sucks, and I hate it right now. But, yeah, the, the NASCAR race was dope. Martin Truex Jr. pulled off the win. Blaney came in fifth. A lot of people were saying, like, to, to stay off of Blaney this week and in fantasy and – I don't know. Like it's one of his better running tracks. I was like, "Fuck it." I was like, "We got to play this guy," you know. So I wrote about him this week in the article. So it was uh, it's good to see him finish inside the top five. Bowman and Byron both did as well. And there was uh, Bowman was one of the the sleepers that I had listed this week. If he qualified a little bit more towards the rear, then he was going to be a good play. But uh, it was good to see him finish inside the top ten. But yeah, Truex is uh, gaining up. Kyle Busch didn't have that hot of a night at all. He his car got fucked up bad. Um, so I know he was stupid pissed, as he always is when something goes wrong. It's just Kyle Bush. He gets all dramatic on the mic. It's always fun to listen to him on races and shit. Yeah, if it, if things don't go his way, he's always gonna be the first person to. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like, dude, like, come on, man. But overall, it was um, uh, was a it was a good race, and like I said, just uh, excited again, humbled again to to get that that first uh tournament tonight. So it was really dope, but. Okay, it's having to pull myself out of like the the feel good stuff and go into the shit that I don't feel good about. I'm big mad, dude. <laughs> like about 
that Saints Rams game today. Like it sucks right off the bat. Like it sucks that Drew got hurt. I'm sure there are millions of voodoo dolls of Aaron Donald, like just chilling around New Orleans right now. Like I have no doubt about that shit. But the fact that Breeze came out after the game and said that he was concerned about it is not a good sign because we look like complete ass on offense with Teddy Bridgewater today. Like we looked bad. Like I was at the point to where I was I was ready to just be like, Sean, like just put Taysom in at this point. Like what what have you got to lose? Because the refs, for one, like that bullshit when like Cam got the ball and like ran it back for a touchdown. And they said that, oh, they got the ball, but they didn't get that. Like, that's horse shit right off the bat. And, like, when you got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in the booth, like, talking and talking about how, like, yeah, that should have, you know, counted. That should have been for that. It's like it's like everybody sees that shit. You know what I mean? And it's just weird. It's weird when, like, commentators see that shit too. So, it's just like, what the fuck did we do? You know what I mean? And now that it's Teddy and, and Taysom, like, if Drew's out, it's going to put a huge cloud, I feel like, for, for a little while. Like, it's going to take a lot to rally back from that. Like, just staying positive about the season and trying to just be optimistic. Like, it makes it really fucking tough. So, just a tough fucking day for Saints fans. And I was, you know, I was already not having that great of a day in fantasy. But, like, I, the fantasy shit just went off. And, like, like, the Saints fan just, like, was, like, sit down for a minute. Like, I got this. Like, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. it just – I, the, the only other way you can feel like there's no good way to feel about it. There's just no good way to feel about it. Hopefully Drew's okay and we'll be able to keep rolling, but it just really like left like a, a skid mark yeah. on the underpants of my day. Yeah, it was tough. I'm not a, I'm not a Saints fan and I'm just a neutral fan. You hate to see it. I, I was so hyped for that Saints Rams rematch and um, that just kind of took the, It took the luster out of it, man. Yeah, yeah. It was not the same game. I had a buddy come that I haven't seen in a year. He came to watch the game with me, and we were so excited. And we just sat there staring at the TV. And as soon as Drew Brees went out, it's like the offensive line started holding. There was like ten flags thrown. The game was just awful after that. Easy win for the Rams. I'm at the point now to where, like, I want the Saints to just be like, fuck it, and just, like, every chance they can just to get a fucking penalty just to, like, make the refs' jobs a shitload fucking harder. Like, just – I know it's petty as hell, but it's just, like, if Drew's out for the season and, like, like it's, like, a serious injury like that, he's going to be out for, like, a, a lot of the season, go ahead and just fucking do some crazy shit. Oh, I don't know. Bounty Gate 2.0, where you at? <laughs> like I'm I'm that petty about it right now. Like I really am. Like these fucking referees, dude. Like I don't know what it is, but it's like but like you made a good point because you and like you kept me you you like you kept it positive. Like like you yeah. made me think about it differently. Like you're like if if you're constantly just like looking for shit, you're gonna find shit, I guess. And like it's like after the shit happened in the NFC championship, like that always just stays in your subconscious. You know what I mean? Like, it's just – it's there, and it lives there. And, like, I don't know. Just I, This is me being on some hippie shit, but – Well, the de- the call the energy, today, man. It was, it was brutal, okay? Like, it was a terrible call. It, you know, seven points off the board, and it changed the game. And I get that. I'm just saying, like, it's going to be really hard for Saints fans to not pick at any little missed call. But I just don't want to see that ruin 
you know, the, the entertainment, the game for people. But if you're the refs, what's the harm in just not blowing the whistle and not blowing the whistle and then going to review it? I just well, don't dude, they, they like Mark, there's a video that I tweeted out. Like you can clearly see Marcus Peters, like grabbing, forgive me. I don't know his name, but grabbing one of the saints defenders, like grabbing the fucking face mask and ripping it off of his head. And it was like no flag call, like, like rip the helmet off his fucking head. No flag thrown at all yeah you know like, like little shit like that there was stuff like that throughout the game and like they weren't getting flags but then like there, there was one jared cook and like it looked like he tripped over a guy or he tripped and like hit a guy in the back and they fucking threw a flag for it and like yeah. i don't it wasn't intentional you know what i mean yeah they're definitely getting screwed more than any other team it's just you know it's like it, it's like is it like some kind of fucking twisted punishment you know, like, I – it's just like – I just want to fucking win. You know, like, I, I just want this team to win. Like, Drew – Drew has a fucking short window, okay? Like, he, he's not getting any younger. And you know he wants another ring. You know, and it's just – somebody made the comment to me last season. They were saying, like, you know, uh, if they don't make it this year, it's going to be a long time before they get back. And then, like, today when that happened – and like he was put on the sideline, the, the immediate, the first thing that I thought was just like fuck, like that's it. Yeah, look good, man. I don't like the way he looked on the sideline either. I, he I just, looked so sad, dude. It wasn't yeah. even. It was like mad at first, and then but like the rest of the game, it was just sad. Like he was just hopeless. Like the the expression on his face, and like seeing your quarterback like that, like that's some scary shit, man. Because of how strong that dude is as a person. And how positive he is, like as a quarterback, as a human fucking being, and and he just has that look on his face, and you just see it. It's just nothing but fucking sorrow. That shit just like completely, like alters the way you feel about it because you're just like fuck. If he's feeling like this, this ain't good. And I feel like everybody in the Saints like fan base today is just feeling that, like that gut wrenching. Just like here we fucking go. It's yeah. just sad, man. It's just it's sad. sad. And I will say one thing in defense of Bridgewater. I know he's not the answer. Like, I'm not a Teddy Bridgewater fan or think he's the answer. But anytime the Saints had a positive play, the next play there would be a holding call. So, they weren't – it was an all-around poor effort. I don't want to say, like, just pinpoint it to, to Bridgewater. They weren't uh, doing him any favors. But if, 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 if Breeze misses extended time, it's going to be a very long, long season. Look, at the, at the end of the day, this is what Saints fans need to do. And, like, I tell my, I'm telling myself the same thing, okay? Worst-case scenario, Drew's out for a while. And it is Teddy. And maybe some Taysom Hill here and there. We got to rally behind Teddy. He's going to be practicing with the first team. We got to try to be as positive as we can about it. Like, just, like, rally around it. Try to put your faith behind it. Be positive about it. Let's fucking try to win some football games. Like, that's, that's all we can fucking do at this point. I agree. If that's the case. And, yeah. But well, we got to do it. And if you're a Saints fan, you're listening to this right now, you've got to do it. Like, you can't half-ass it. You got to fucking really put it in your head like, okay, if I love this team, I got to do what I got to do right now. And as a fan, you got to put your fucking faith behind Bridgewater and just say he's going to be able to do this shit. He's got to practice. He's got to keep it going. And, like, you know, but that's worst-case scenario. So, best-case scenario, we get some, some good news, but it's just hard to believe when Drew Brees is saying that he himself is concerned. 
Yeah, if it was something with a little bit of pain, he would have played through it. So I think he couldn't even bad. pick up a football, bro. Like he went to yeah. grab the football. Bad sign. Bad, so, bad sign. Yeah. So we we got to rally behind Teddy. And Big impact to everyone else, all the major weapons on the Saints for fantasy purposes. I mean, it killed me today in DFS because I had um, Michael Thomas and, and, and AK were my favorite plays, and it just killed their games. Yeah, AK had a worse game, I think, than Michael Thomas. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's right. just and, – and that's that's another worry, too, for fantasy owners. I mean, looking into it, like Michael Thomas is – I think Michael Thomas will still, like, produce, but he's not going to produce like he would with Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Five-yard in or out, five-yard out. Yeah, he's yeah. he's uh, it's going to be a big difference. So, trying to stay positive about that because, yeah. like I've been saying in my fantasy leagues, man, like I've already got like four or five injuries, and like any type of decline for anybody right now is just like really not fucking good for me. Got to stay positive. Got to find a way. Got to push through this shit. But um, Ram side of the ball, <laughs> fucking. Brandon Cooks had a decent day. Had him in fantasy. Cooper Cup. He sounded a little down. A little down, Chase. Yeah, Tiger only had a touchdown. My favorite play was the Cooper Cup long catch, and he like threw three, three uh, Saints defenders on the ground. That was pretty cool. Maybe I mean, I'm a Saints fan, but no, nah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of over it. Kind of done talking about it. Um, it just it fucking pisses me off. It fucking pisses me off. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm trying to I'm trying to be cool. Trying to be positive. It's fucking hard. It's fucking hard. Anyway, from from the uh, fantasy, one last comment from the from the fantasy standpoint, the uh, Todd Gurley Malcolm Brown situation has not gone away. No, it's not going to go away either. Yeah, I literally like, yeah. If you've got Gurley, like you fucked up. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird season for sure for Gurley owners. So, yeah. Hope, you, hope you're strong in other fucking areas. Yeah. Who's next? The chosen one? The chosen one. Gardner Minshew. Dude, I was fucking so hyped on that last drive. I was watching Red Zone all day. Thought they were gonna like go for, I knew they were gonna go for two, like once they got the touchdown. Fucking DJ Chark. DJ Chark's relevant for one. I have to say that. DJ Chark has some purpose in fantasy, which is exciting. He was one of my sleepers this year. So anytime like seeing like that, especially him being from LSU was fucking cool. DD Westbrook only had like a point, I think. Um, yeah, Chris Conley and, and Chark seem to be the, the main guys. They're the right guys, now. dude, yeah. And uh, Minshew, Minshew even gave O'Shaughnessy a little action. I had some O'Shaughnessy in some DFS. Just a, just a badass name for a tight end. Like, you just, like, imagine, like, this big fucking leprechaun. Yeah, um, that just sounds like – uh, <laughs> I was about to say, that sounds like a Pittsburgh Steelers tight end. It kind of does, but they got Van- – dude, Vance. We'll talk about Vance. Vance had a good fucking day too. But, uh, yeah, we got to talk about Big Ben. Dude, a lot of fucking crazy shit. A lot of crazy shit happened. Week um, two. My, a lot of week two. Week two. Um, a lot of wild games early in the early slate. Dude, yes. Like, the early slate was good today. Yeah, it was. It was really good. So, he kicked off kicked off Cardinals-Ravens. Um, I was like, I guess, kind of one of the one, first ones that were televised. That game, Lamar Jackson proved that – he was uh, worth a waiver wire pickup. You still don't seem to think so? No, I think he's worth a, a pickup. I'm just not buying the spending all your, you know, all your money on Lamar Jackson. I think he's a he's a certain matchup play, right? Like I don't think he's an automatic start no matter what. I mean, we'll still, we'll see what he's made of next week, but yeah, he has had two pretty uh pretty cush games. Yeah, he's um who was it? Cardinals and then 
last week it was the, the Cardinals Dolphins. and the Dolphins. Yeah, he's had some pretty cush. So it, it we'll, shouldn't end next week though. They're going to be playing the Chiefs, and that's going to be a shootout, or it's going to be expected to be a shootout. So maybe one more week of the oh, Mark fuck Jackson yeah. Yeah, right. fuck yeah, for sure. That's gonna be dude. That's gonna be an exciting game to watch next week. Can't wait to talk about that one on uh, on Friday's episode. But yeah, Kyler, Kyler Murray, I guess was uh, was somewhat decent, respectable against the Ravens D that everyone was expecting to intercept him three like two or three times. So um, I thought Kyler held his own. It's like yeah, I mean he did. Like Larry Fitzgerald got the love. Can't complain about that at all. Anytime- uh, Christian Kirk had a good game too. Yeah, Kirk did. Um, didn't see any Isabella action. Can't remember any, if there was at all. Because, like I said, it was mostly red zone that I was watching. So, I was seeing kind of like when they were um, – saw a lot of uh, – saw David Johnson got hurt in that game. Worried a lot of people. I was like thinking like, we suck again. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back, got a touchdown. Yeah, seven carries for 14 yards, though, so that's not too encouraging. No, I benched him. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that hot of a game. And then, uh, who else are we talking here? Okay, it was uh, wide receiver wise. It was a it wasn't really a big. It was a decent receiver day for Baltimore, but it was more of the Mark Andrews show. Um, he loves the tight ends. Hayden Hurst got a fucking touchdown today. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he was spreading it around a good bit between uh, Mark Andrews and both. There was two other tight ends that caught the ball. And then Hollywood Brown also had eight catches. So yeah, so just uh, good. Good to see the people that picked up Lamar off the waiver wire. I was I got him in one league. Um, so those points were always nice. And then the one points though. Moving on, uh, looking at this next game, I'm, I'm seeing right here. I had hey, did Mark co- Ingram get hurt? Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Did Mark Ingram get hurt today? I think he did. Uh, he like hobbled over to the sideline, fell out. He came back into the game. Not exactly sure what the uh, the problem was, but I didn't see a lot of people talking about he was uh, he was out or he had fell out or something like that. And I was like, shit, that's never a good sign. The doctors are surrounding you. But uh, he came back in. But yeah, overall, like I don't know. I, I feel I feel confident about the Lamar hype. I think he's just going to be one of those good core. I don't really know necessarily like about a set wide receiver, but I like the Lamar hype, like as far as just a fantasy asset in general for him running and being able to pass as well as he can now. Cause he looks like he's done a lot better at it this year. So lucky to, uh, lucky to pick him up in one of my leagues. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He's um, off to a great start. I don't want to take any credit away from him, but yeah. I want to say what he does against a good defense too. We'll get it next. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get it in two weeks. Maybe. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Uh, um, when, yeah. uh, the next game I'm looking at, the, the quarterback in this one, I fucked up. Um, so, in one league I have Deshaun Watson, and then I have Dak Prescott. And didn't start Dak Prescott, started Deshaun Watson, and that was a big-time fuck-up because Dak's back. It's return of the Dak season. Dak's back. Dak's back. Return of the Dak. Dak to the future. Um yeah, it's real. Moving on to the next one, though. The uh, one, one, this game that I'm looking at right now had a quarterback in it that I have, and I had him on my fucking bench two weeks in a row because I thought Deshaun Watson was going to be the better play. Dak Prescott had another fucking day. Um, it was expected, but um, I, I'm I'm ready to say it's a uh, it's return of the Dak season. Yeah, he ended up having about three touchdown passes, right? 
Yeah, dude, he's looking sick. Um, and I think that I'm ready to just be like, fuck it. Cause after what Deshaun Watson did today against the Jags defense, even though like, I feel like the Jags defense stepped up in a way. Dak is just, I don't know. He's got that, he's got that flair to him again, man. I think I'm going to have to start him over Deshaun. I wouldn't do that if I were you, but you know, I'm not going to stop you, but Deshaun like maybe Watson. game by game. Yeah, just don't forget that Dax had the the Giants and the Redskins, and today Deshaun Watson had the had the the Jags. Yeah, but from week to week, like for now, and then him having the Dolphins next week, like it's just gonna be it's gonna be too lush. And and then Deshaun's got the Chargers next weekend, so yeah, I think it's gonna be Dak Tech all the way. It's Return of the Dak. I'm gonna play Mark Morrison's Return of the Mac, and then I'm gonna do Return of the Dak instead, and um, I'm put all my Dak to the trade, Future uh, shirt. Why don't you trade some Deshaun Watson? I thought about it today. I did because I do need some help in this one. This is in the uh, Sleeper Wire Pro-Am that I'm in. So, I think that I might actually make some moves. That wouldn't be a bad idea to put him on the market because, you know, he's – I need a tight end. I need a tight end because Hunter Henry's out and I have Jimmy Graham, which scored a fucking goose egg today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I need some tight end help. So anybody that's in the sleep wire program listening, if you uh, if you want some Deshaun Watson, holla at your boy. And I got I got Antonio Brown in this one, Fitzgerald, Jones, Kamara, uh, David Montgomery, and T.J. Hawkinson. And then I benched Goodwin today. Goodwin had like what Goodwin had sixteen fantasy points. Marquise, and at the end of the day on Instagram, he posted a picture with him and a tiger talking about taming them tigers. Marquise okay. was a fucking force on Instagram. But, yeah, Dak to the Future shirts, probably gonna, I'm going to do it next week. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. And the Redskins. A uh, boring chain to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think McLaurin scored a touchdown, right? So – uh, no, Richardson. Okay. Richardson scored a touchdown. Did um, they both not score? He probably did. But I, like I said it was just, that was just one of those games you barely saw in red zone. <laughs> like, it was just because, <laughs> because, like, it just fucking it was a, it was a cowboy show. Right. I, I remember seeing Van Der Esch's neck roll. That was a memorable moment. Always memorable to see I missed that. Neck roll. Yeah, NFL blitz style. Got to love it. Colts and Titans were fucking strange. Can we talk about that fire real quick? Did you see that? What fire? The fire before the game. No. So there was a fire literally before the game um, on Twitter. Go on Twitter and look up Titans fire. Like literally a fucking real life fire on on the field. No fucking way. I swear. Intense flames and smoke erupted at Nissan Stadium when one of the pyrotechnic machines – Used during player introductions, caught fire ahead of the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> what? Yeah, you didn't see this? <laughs> no. Oh my god! Oh, shit. Somebody tweeted this today. Um, somebody said put a funny tweet out. It was a picture of like the the live Titans the... just can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah. So somebody put a picture of live footage of this and said, 
when um, you have Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey starting tonight. <laughs> Just a picture of the Titans and Colts fire. <laughs> Bro, like, the, the, the fact that they're, like, intense flames. Like, yeah. uh, like it's, just, it's a fire. <laughs> Where the fuck dude. is this fire, bro? Oh, my dude. God. Did, did somebody catch on fire? Uh, I don't think so. It's, okay. fucking, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. But, dude, I, I, aside from that, though, like, I think, like, the real news, like, in this game, like, the thing that I saw like, after the game, fucking Adam Vinatieri, obviously, was fucking horrible. And a reporter was asking him, I think the tweet said, it was, uh, he, he was like, oh, you'll hear from me tomorrow. And the reporter was like, well, tomorrow's your off day. And he was like, don't worry, you'll hear from me tomorrow. So he's he, retiring. He's got to be retiring. I yeah. fucking tweeted at Pat McAfee, and he didn't respond, of course. I'm sure a lot of people tweeted at Pat McAfee about it because everybody's going to want to know what Pat McAfee has to say about it. Right. Because, you right. know, it's for the brand. Right. But, um, but yeah, so that's going to be interesting to watch. But, yeah, um, I thought the Titans were going to have this, man. I actually started Titans defense. A.J. Brown didn't have the game that I thought he was going to have. Fucking Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry, I guess. Yeah, it was just uh, Titans just couldn't put all three phases of the game together. And um, another good performance from uh, Jacoby Brissett. So, I've I've enjoyed watching him play. They he should got be the late T.Y. Hilton touchdown. I think the yeah. most exciting touchdown from that game, though, was Marcus Mariota to his offensive lineman, a fucking eligible receiver offensive lineman. Like, just like Marcus Mariota throws footballs to himself best and to fucking random offensive linemen. Yeah, typical Vrabel call because Vrabel used to get catches. Remember that when he was on the Patriots, he would get yeah. he would get catches. So I, I'm still sticking with my theory of the my of the mustache power because it's it's affecting Mike Vrabel too. So it's just a electric time to have a mustache for sure. Um, but yeah, the 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 game itself was just kind of meh. I guess yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Meh. Seahawks Steelers was wild. Fucking Big Ben was out of the game. Mason Rudolph took over, and he got Vance McDonald the points. I believe. I think he was the reason Vance McDonald was scoring. If I can remember right. Yeah, I've been waiting for them. It was it was really weird that they didn't use him against the Patriots. He literally was off the field most of the game, and uh, good to see him get involved because I think he's a talented tight end. Yeah, like I remember, like back when McDonald was playing for uh, for the Forty ers You remember back then? Back then, yeah. they didn't want him. Now yeah. he's hot. Who's all on him? Yeah, that's right. That's what's well, happening. Mason, yeah, who is Mike Jones? Is here. Vance McDonald had twenty two point eight fantasy points. Baller, fucking balling, big balling. Another tight end in the same game that had big fantasy points. This was the fucking game of the tight ends, dude. Will Disley. You know, he's going to be fucking on everybody's radar this week. Everybody's like, Will Disley, got to pick this guy up. And he's probably never going to do that again in another game. Maybe one game. Disley was like, what, decent? Like, he was like, not, I wouldn't say decent, but he would, he would pop up every now and then last year, too, huh? Yeah, he seemed like he was a hit or miss. You know, you you pop up and see he has two touchdowns, and then the next you know disappear for a few games. So weird um, day, weird day for the for the the not so heard of tight ends, I guess you would say. Yeah, like Mark Andrews being the number one guy. Travis squeezed himself in there though a little bit. Um, but yeah, James Conner fucking didn't have that great of a day. Um, it's gonna be weird to see what happens with Big Ben. Have you heard any news on Big Ben? 
I haven't. Um, it's been a weird day for injury news. I haven't been able to get the like, normal updates. I guess everything's going to come out tomorrow. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's going to be good to see. So keep an eye out for that. And like I said, you're probably listening to this right now, and you're probably like, hey, I know the answer to that, jackass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was the day of the tight end, the day of the unknown tight end. Mark Andrews being the, the number one guy in the fantasy world for tight ends. And then Travis squeezing himself in there. So, yeah, strange days. But don't go spend all your fab money on Will Disley because I don't think it's going to happen every week. Yeah, um, Mason Rudolph didn't look too bad in that offense. Yeah, but we we, we want him to just kind of stay as the backup, right? I mean, we're, like, yeah. we're not yeah. ready to embrace Mason Rudolph. Oh, no. No, I'm just worried about Big Ben. It was the way he looked at his arm when he when he threw that ball. Yeah, so. that elbow, dude. Like, that's that's a serious thing. Like, two, two fucking good quarterbacks. I mean, like, obviously one is on a very higher level. But two good quarterbacks, man, like, fucking going down today just sucks. Yeah, for sure. We got to have those guys back out there. Definitely so. Definitely so. Um, another game that was exciting was supposed to like. I, I wouldn't say it was exciting. It was exciting for Frank Gore. Bills. Uh, Bills beating the Giants. Yeah, they crushed him. Josh Allen uh, had a pretty good fantasy day for me. I started him in every fantasy league. So in my season long. Yeah, Allen did great. Fucking Frank Gore really did shock me, though, man. But, yeah, everybody thought Evan Ingram was going to have, like, a way fucking better day than he did. Like, he was, like, heavily targeted, dude, like, big time, like, in a lot of lineups. I've seen him all over the place. And, like, he fucking dropped the ball. Yeah, he's just, you know, the quarterback play there. And he got 10 points. I mean, it's fucking like, but everybody was expecting him to be like one of the big guys this week just because of the fucking, I guess, the amount of targets he's going to get. But it's it's still Eli Manning at the end of the day. Hey, uh, Singletary scored again for the for the Bills where he had a he had a touchdown. So, yeah. And then I also saw where he had they had a scare with him as well. An injury scare with him. Yeah, I'm hoping that one's not serious because he was one of my bold picks in the uh, GGFS fantasy pro league. Yeah, so. but I mean, you got him. I mean, you got him later on. I mean, like, what round did you grab him in? Um, I can't remember. It wasn't a big. It wasn't a big stretch or anything. But you know, it's always good to have a, a a good caliber running back on your bench that you can bring in and start. So I'm hoping he can pan out as a as a big player for me. Right, big facts. Do you know what the injury was? Yeah, he had a little hamstring injury. I don't know how serious that's going to be, but it was kind of when they were shifting more of the workload to him. And, and then uh, ended up going right back to Frank Gore. So yeah, shit. They didn't lie when they said that Gore was the number one today. Like for no. fucking him having that sixteen. They fucking what do they call him? Father Time, That's the right. eternal one, the eternal one, the chosen one. Giants have nothing to say. I have nothing else to say about them. Nope. Uh, you're gonna hear a bunch of Daniel Jones rumors, and they're gonna keep Marshall Eli out there. Yep. How about them Forty ers Two and zero. In the NFC West, forty-one to seventeen, they beat the Bengals. Joe Mixon disappointed the fuck out of me today. Um, when I saw that he was okay to go in and play, it turned out that he was okay to go in and fuck up your lineup. Yeah, I started him in one league and didn't feel good about it, and quickly realized that I should have went with my instinct of pulling him out, but I didn't do it. So yeah, I share nope. the frustration with you. So, how long is this rotation with him and Geo going to last now is the question. Um, I mean, I think if he's healthy, he's still going to be the guy there. I don't think it's going to be a big – if he's not healthy, if he's kind of 
playing hurt, then you're going to see a good bit of Geo. Yikers, yikers for Joe Mixon owners. Um, that San Francisco running game that went off today. Dude, Mozart, like, didn't even fucking like, know the guy. Like, so many people were just like, who? Yeah. Who's, who's this guy? So, uh, I heard a guy call him Mozart in Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, um, this is a guy I'm, I'm proud of because I, I picked him up with my 16-team dynasty and started him today. So That's dope. And um, I wrote about him on the Patreon cheat sheet, so go check that out. What, um, what? Yeah, so he was a DFS play of mine today. There you go. Got the tips, got the tips. But they had a, a, a hell of a day. I mean, Brita had a, a ton of rushing yards as well, and then they had a third-string running back coming and score. So it was just a dominating performance. Maybe we can look to to target the uh, Cincinnati Bengals defense moving forward because it's looking like that's a pretty bad defense. Yep, got to. And uh, shout out Marquise Goodwin for doing touchdown, the damn thing. Right? Yes, got the touchdown. I know. I think I already mentioned about it. Fucking chill by the Tiger, but just had to throw it out to him again. Marquise, fucking late draft guy. Everybody be sleeping on him. And he had one point last week. He bounced back. Good for, good for you, Marquise. You man, go follow Marquise on Instagram. It's fucking hilarious. Um, Vikings Packers wasn't one that I saw coming. I, I thought that this was going to be a lot more of a defensive showdown, and um, it turned out to just be a, I guess you'd say, a dominant performance by the Packers. I mean, yeah, it was a weird game, man. Did you notice they scored all three touchdowns really quick, and then they didn't score? Yes, and then it just like stopped. Like I, when I saw that Aaron Rodgers was doing what he was doing in uh, fantasy, I know somebody that started Dak Prescott over Aaron Rodgers today in a fantasy league, and I was just like, damn! Like Dak had like negative one points at the time, and I was like, damn, Aaron Rodgers on your bench because I tried to negotiate a trade with her, and um, it didn't work out. I was like, that sucks, this and that. And then the next thing I know, Dak fucking goes the fuck off. And um And Aaron Rodgers chilled. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers chilled. But I mean he got he got where he needed he got to his destination, I guess. No, he didn't get to his destination. No, he didn't get nowhere near his destination. But he got he got up there. Kinda. Yeah, it was looking like one of those games where he was gonna be like a he was gonna break the slate of DFS and throw throw for six touchdowns or something crazy. But yeah. Um you know the, the, the defense has settled in. The Geronimo Allison, it's just like that's going to be, a, like I said, that it's just a tease. It's going to be a mm-hmm. fucking tease. Got the goose egg in game one, got a touchdown in game two. Um, I've already went ahead and, and removed that headache. Jimmy Graham with a fucking goose egg. Aaron Jones went the fuck off. That was exciting. Yeah, Every it, still Aaron Jones off, uh, it still pissed me off that they um, put Jamal Williams in for the touchdown in the first drive. And I was like, man, they – I'm done believing coaches in terms of workload when it comes yeah, to running backs. You can't. I'm done doing it. You can't. You can't. You just got to kind of go with where your gut's at. And I mean, like, for obviously Aaron Jones is the way to go if you're going to choose a running back from that offense. But Viking side, Dalvin Cook, um, I once again proved that I was really fucking wrong in saying not to go after him because he, he had that big, big fucking breakout run. And I know that that was what, uh, that was what got him rolling today. Yeah, I'm curious if he didn't have that one big play, what his day would have been like, because I don't know how I'm, – I'm not going to lie, that game was not on very much after the first few – after the first first half after the score. Yeah, I barely saw it on red zone too. It just kind of disappeared a little bit. Right. So, obviously, defense just kind of took over. Packers definitely back on top. Got to gotta give it to them. Like, they're uh, 
they they don't look like the team they were last year. So that's a sigh of relief for Packers and all the cheese heads out there in the world. Jags Texans already capped a little bit on Minshew. Um, Deshaun just kind of was an underwhelming performance. Jalen Ramsey stayed, made sure he stayed his ass on D Hop today. D Hop did okay, I guess. Nothing spectacular. Did you see where he, him and Doug Marone got into it? Um, fucking Jalen Ramsey and Doug Marone? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say that if the Jags have a bad season, which they probably will, um, I thought they're going to trade him and get a new coach. You think they're going to get a new coach? Yeah, I think Doug Marone's going to be gone for this year, and then I think they're going to trade Jalen Ramsey. I think they're going to be tired of – there's just been a lot of stuff with They're him. They're tired of Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey, I, I've already came out and said how I feel about him. I think he just fucking talks out of his ass 24-7. But, yeah, he's, he's, like, a, he's like a mini Josh Norman. It's kind of what he reminds me of. Yeah, much better player. Than yeah, Josh Norman, better but. player than Josh Norman, but with the mouth and shit. Um, yeah, somebody's going to pick him up. Like, somebody's going to trade for him that's going to try to change who he is. I don't know if that'll actually work, but uh, – New England – <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be New England, but taking identities, man. Yeah, taking fucking identities. I, like, like talking, like talking about New England, though. Um, we'll get into that, this game. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get into this game. So you were right. Sony Michelle got me some fantasy production today. Was happy about that. Um, yep, it was be, a good, good to see he, that. What did he do? Like eighteen points or something? Like, yeah, good. it was it was under twenty, but I mean, he he did better than he did last week put it that way it's kind of hard to repeat a one-point performance so he did better than he did last week for me gotta be happy about that um and then antonio brown i have to say this real quick okay by them giving antonio brown the number 17 that's bill belichick playing the mind tricks on him he's like psychologically breaking him he's like you're no longer ab84 now you're ab17 you're on the patriots now you're not the same person you're this now yeah they're brainwashed they're giving him the full Patriots treatment. When I saw that they had um, longtime Patriots, I mean, Patriots Hall of Famer, Troy Brown working with him, I was like, yeah, he's getting brainwashed immediately. Yep. It's got to happen. Bill Belichick can't have it any other way. He's going to make sure that uh, they don't have any fucking problems. And Antonio Brown was, looked very quiet, modest. Like, didn't uh, – he had a couple of celebrations. But other than that, it wasn't uh, – I think he jumped into the, the stands, which was a normal thing. But no crazy off-the-wall T.O. type shit. Yep, and uh, Brady was looking for him early and often. I mean, they were targeting him a ton. Yeah, so – and then Josh Gordon, Philip Dorsett are still involved. Yeah. So it's going to be scary. Scary team. Tom scary. Brady possibly MVP season coming. Yeah, scary fucking team. Definitely gonna gonna make it all the way. I can see that. I can see that. No problem Chief, about it. Chiefs Patriots AFC Championship again. Chiefs Patriots. Oh yeah, facts. It's gonna be facts. Because that game was incredible last year. We I think we deserve a round two. Oh, we're we're definitely gonna get a round two. And today, did you fucking Patrick Mahomes was basically playing Madden with fucking uh, Demarcus Robinson? Loved that. It was good. Not saying that you should go fucking ape shit over Demarcus Robinson, but go ape shit for today. Is a possible flex play if you're just looking to throw somebody in there with Patrick Mahomes until until Reed comes back. Yeah, right, right. Until Reed comes back. Um, I played some Hunter Renfro today, and he got me like seven fantasy points. I think didn't turn out too hot, but um, 
I thought that he was going to get a little more action, especially with them playing this Chiefs defense. But Tyrell Williams is just kind of showing that, you know, he's uh, it's not going to be that bad of a uh, wide receiver too, maybe. Yeah, it seems like all the targets are mainly going to Waller and, and Tyrell Williams. That's it. Maybe we'll Josh. see some Ren- Renfro step up over time. And then Josh Jacobs, he didn't quite have the day that uh, that I would have hoped for him. I think he ended up with nine fantasy points. So, kind of a – I thought he was going to do closer to what he did last week. Yeah, that's what happens when you get behind. You're trailing Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. You, um, It's a bad game script for him, you know, to get in there and get 20 carries because they were trailing. Big facts. How about the Broncos almost beating the Bears? Dude, this is one I wanted to talk about. Did you see the end of this game? Because I think the, the Broncos got screwed. I did not catch the end of this game, no. In my opinion, the Broncos got screwed. So, they, uh, the Bears had the ball last, had like seven or eight seconds. I can't remember the exact situation. But they threw the ball over the middle of the field, and the clock ran out. Like, as the guy was hitting the ground, the clock was at one, and they honored a timeout and let them call a timeout and kick a field goal. And it's just to me, like, if you're watching that in real time, like when you go back and watch it, it seems crazy to me that they gave the Bears that timeout. Yeah, that sounds fucked. Yeah, it was like literally six, seven seconds. They threw it right down the middle of the field, and everyone thought the game was over. And they, I guess they gave Matt Nagy or Trubisky a timeout. Then the uh, Bears kicked a field goal to win. Yikes. Only, only thing I knew that I was keeping tabs with, because like I said, mo- pretty much when the Saints-Rams game was on, red zone went off. Um, I was pretty much dialed into that game. But uh, I, I saw where David Montgomery got his his, uh, his first NFL touchdown today, which was dope. So hopefully we see a lot more usage with him in that offense instead of all uh, Davis. Yeah, he, he had uh, three rushes today. So maybe uh, Matt Nagy got the message from uh, the, the, the media pressure. Thank you. Yeah. That's how I feel. Glad. Need more Montgomery in my life. Um, hey, I think that's a good um, – just expanding on that real quick. If you can find David Montgomery and we go buy him from some, some owners right now, I think that would be a good move. Because he hasn't yeah. had any flashy numbers, but I think the workload's going to be there moving forward. I'm loving that. I'm a heavily, uh, heavily invested owner of David Montgomery this season. So, big things coming. I love that. Hopefully, big things popping, little things stopping. <laughs> so, Monday night football tonight, we've got Browns, Jets. Sam Darnold was making out with too many uh, girls, possibly boys, at the Jersey Shore. So, he's not playing. Trevor Simeon's in. Get fired up for Trevor Simeon, Jets fans. Get some Trevor Simeon up in your blood. Trevor Simeon reminds me of like a Mormon that lives in the mountains. But not like Taysom Hill Mormon. More like like rides the black bike. If there's anybody that's Mormon listening to this, sorry. (laughs) 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 Like he just reminds me of that kind of a guy. Yeah, he's not uh, somebody that you get fired up for. I mean, it's going to be a lot of um, those two, three-yard passes that don't move the ball. Um, yeah, get excited. Have you heard the word? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm really not. Fuck <laughs> It's going to be hilarious. It, it worries me because, like, I got some Robbie Anderson, but hopefully he can connect. Um, it's going to be a Lev Bell show. Um, I know that much. I'm. I got Lev Bell. Fire up your Le'Veon Bells. Everything was good with the MRI. There's no 
nothing wrong uh, with the shoulder. So um, happy go lucky with Lev. But uh, on the Brown side of the ball, I think that we're going to get to see what we were waiting to see in week one uh, on Monday Night Football this week. I put a tweet out earlier in the week. Just like, I was like, on a scale of one to ten, how ballsy do you have to be to start Gardner Minshew over Baker Mayfield? But at the same time, I think Baker's going to have a, a, a pretty decent game. And um, out of OBJ and Landry, I think I'm, I like Landry a little bit more this week. He's probably a little bit safer of a play just because you got to assume the defense will be more focused on um, – On Odell. And, yeah, his, but, and his fucking – and his fancy watch. Right. It's Everyone's going to want to see what time it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to make sure what time it is when he blows by you. Right. For, for a touchdown. But Big facts. He's got it connected. If, you know? if you're going for the tournament, though, like a tournament-style play, you just keep playing Odell and eventually he's going to pop off for those big games. Landry's kind of your safer – going to get five, six – you know, catches for 67 yards. I don't know. I, I think the, it'll work out, but. I, I'm okay with Chubb this week, even though Hillard got that touchdown, the goal on work. I don't think we should be too concerned just yet. Um, we'll see how the game flow goes with him. So all systems go for Nick Chubb, obviously. Um, and I think the Jets have a couple of defensive players that are injured or something like that. So that should make it a little more cush. Um to see some of these receivers do well with the Browns. Um, I'm firing up some Njoku this week just because I, I didn't really have anybody else since Hunter Henry was out. So hopefully uh, he can do some well. I haven't done a whole lot of research on him or in, in this uh, Jets defense and what they're doing, but I feel like he's definitely good for a couple of targets. That's for sure. Yeah, it's the only thing that worries me about the entire Browns offense is if they, because of Baker's last game, just decide to go real conservative and hand the ball off a lot. But I don't think Freddie would do that. I don't either. I, I don't think Freddie wants Freddie wants electricity. Yeah. Yeah, I can I, see it. I think we're going to be okay there. But uh, that'll be Monday Night Football tonight. Watch it. Before we go, uh, we hey, did, did have – did you see a, the Greg Williams comment? No, I didn't. Odell Beckham came out and said that players on the Browns were basically telling him that – Greg Williams had said to go like go for it like hit dirty hit. Yeah, it's Take it's Bounty out. Gate. It's the Bounty Gate Master. Yeah, they basically Odell had this you know thirty second clip where he was calling out Greg Williams, and then Greg Williams responded with you know the basic stuff that he's never done that. Did you see any of that? I did not see any of it. This is news to me. Yeah, it was um, it was interesting, man. So that's a little bit of added motivation to this game. Okay, so there's a little fuel to the fire with OBJ. So he's going to download a cool new app on his watch. Um, for, for some reason, I just think every watch is an Apple Watch at this point in time. Um, so he'll just download a, a cool new app for his watch to, uh, to, to like jack into Greg Williams' bug and have sound clips of him talking shit to him the whole time so he's in his ear and he gets in his head. Because Greg Williams is just trying to make his defense – like think of think of the other players as like uh like gazelles and shit in the jungle and that they're all fucking lions and and shit like that like he really does that shit <laughs> he's about that life oh my gosh he's got to so, be making his rounds now though. how many teams has he been on has he been a coordinator for like five teams now i feel like he's like murdered like one person in between every team that he's moved to yeah he's definitely got some side hobbies for sure mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, like he's like the guy you see at the grocery store, like, oh, hi, Greg, and he, he's like checking out like 18 boxes of zip ties. Like he's that guy. Yeah, he's got a little Dexter in him from the Showtime. I, I wouldn't even give him that much credit. <laughs> it's a little more obvious than Dexter. Yeah, it's a little more obvious and like a little more prideful. He's more like a Walter White. It's uh, like a Walter White murderer. Hey, Walter White was a pretty clever guy. He, he was clever, but he was also very prideful. Yeah. He wanted everybody to know it was his meth. Yeah, that's true. That's one of the best shows of all time, too. I love that show. It is. It is. If you have Netflix, you should watch it. Speaking of, um, before we get to this voicemail, I do want to give a shout-out to a show I've been watching. Um, it's called The Family, and it's about this guy that infiltrated this uh, religious cult like in Washington DC and like supposedly they run the world. So I just started watching it pretty, uh, it's it's on Netflix. Is it brand new or is it old? It's kind of like a newer show that just came out, but it's like a true story. It's like this dude talks about, it's like a fraternity of like these Christian men that only read like seven books of the Bible and they don't believe that the, the word of God is for everyone that it's only for chosen people. Hmm. And this is like a cult that like rules the world. And like, they have like presidents and shit. It kind of reminded me of Handmaid's Tale, the way you were describing it. Yeah, it's but like this is like an actual true story. Okay, like yeah, Handmaid's. I've I've been I've still been watching Handmaid's Tale with my wife. That shit's getting intense. Yeah, it. Um, the first two seasons are awesome. The third season kind of falls off a little bit. So uh, that makes me sad. We're still in the second season. So, but yeah, it's getting intense. They just got back from Canada, and like, uh, what what is it? What's her name's husband was there, and they passed off the letters and shit. So. Great show there too. But yeah, The Family, check it out. Netflix show of the week. You have a Netflix show of the week? You've been watching anything? Did you watch Fight Club yet? I haven't watched Fight Club yet. Um, yeah. Did you watch season... Donnie Darko yet? No, I'm on season four of Peaky Blinders. I'm trying to finish that. Oh shit, you in a marathon right now. Yeah. yeah. Can't break from that. You got to keep, stay strong, keep hydrated. Yeah. And I still got to, you still have to watch it because you have to, you have to get to know the character Arthur. Arthur. I know. Well, look, I'll, I'll tell you this much. While, um, once once we get off of here, I'll uh I'll go watch an episode. Okay. Sounds I'll like do that. Hundred percent. All right. So let's get to the voicemail. Um we had a voicemail from Jeff that called in. He had a question about Mike Evans and uh he had a little comment about the Saints game and uh wanted to get an opinion on it. So let's see what he had to say. What's going on guys? This is Jeff. So I actually have a question about a wide receiver one. Um, so I have Mike Evans right now, but I also have Kyler Boyd, Terry McLaurin, and John Brown to be able to flex in. And as you guys have seen, past two weeks, Jameis Winston and the Bucks have just looked like absolute garbage. So your advice, how do I rotate that? Who do I typically keep in? It's a uh, eight-man PPR league. And also, you know, performance from the Saints today, curious to get you guys' opinion on is this the future of the Saints? Would Bridgewater ever potentially be the starter, or do we start looking in the future for a draft? All right. Hope you guys have a good night. Peace. Thanks for calling, Jeff. No. Nope. Jeff. 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 Thanks for calling, Jeff. My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jeff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Boy. Boy. Why is it funny? So just it's just so late. But Jeff, yeah, yeah dude, that was a good call, man. Um, uh, Mike Evans is definitely somebody that you're 
you drafted him high. They are looking like garbage. Um, I feel like there's – it has to be a very, very, very appealing matchup to flex anybody in over Mike Evans. And it has to be not like a really like – you have to have like a really bad feeling about the matchup of whatever Mike Evans is going into. But nine times out of ten, you're going to start Mike Evans. Like this past Thursday night would have been like a night that I would have probably not played Mike Evans. But like going forward, like you definitely – don't need to be rotating him too much because he is still Mike Evans. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'll add or expand on Chase's points a little bit and say that I think we're only going to see the Buccaneers get more and more accustomed to the Bruce Arian system. So don't don't get too hasty with pulling him out because of, of two weeks. Um, it's going to be a little frustrate, frustrating watching Chris Godwin all year, but Mike Evans and Chris, Chris Godwin should both have, have solid seasons. Yeah, big facts for that for sure. And then the, the second part of that question with with Teddy. So going back to the Saints game. Hey, he's probably already got our answer. Yeah. Um, I would hope to God that they would be able to trade up to get another pick, honestly, because we got some good quarterbacks coming in in, uh, in 2020. Tua is going to be coming through. Justin Abair. Um, Justin yeah. Herbert. Herbert, I like Abear better. <laughs> You're going with that uh, Bobby Abear from the Saints. Yeah, yeah that's right. Imagine, <laughs> imagine just seeing, even though it's Herbert. Just I just wanted to just be like, be like, oh, that's Abear. <laughs> to you, if Justin Herbert got drafted to New Orleans, they would call him Justin Abear. Probably so. Big facts. So but they're not going to be in any position to get those guys though. No, they would have to trade trade up for it. Yeah. And the people that are going to be having those spots are going to be asking for a pretty penny because they're going to want to get those QBs if they're that bad. Yeah, just depends. Like I said, let's try to stay strong, rally behind Teddy Bridgewater, even though it can be tough and hard at the same time. Maybe him getting more first-team reps will help him develop. So, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd like to see Sean And we Payton. might be speaking prematurely, too. We might be speaking prematurely. True. I, I would like to see Sean Payton, though, like make a move for one of these guys that are – no one knows about that's a second or third QB on a depth chart that fits the Sean Payton mold. And then, you know, there's no pressure on him. They keep trying to find somebody through the draft, but then I don't know. I feel like Sean Payton could make somebody work in that system. That's, that's not a um, high draft pick. Just make Taysom Hill work. Don't make, don't, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> make, make, make your young Steve young work. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. But yeah, that's all the time we got. Thursday night football's coming up. Jaguars, Titans, get ready to watch it. We'll be back on Friday, recap that game, and get you ready for week three of NFL Sunday. It's been a real one. I'm fucking tired. You tired? Yeah, it's been a long day. We're about to hit the sack, guys, but wherever you are right now, hope you're fucking doing awesome shit with your life. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being Garage Fam. Again, patreon.com slash garage, guys. Get over there, become an official member of the Garage Fan by subscribing to one of our tiers. And we appreciate all the support that you guys give us as Garage Fam. Sports. Party. Repeat.
Goodbye.